My name is Cassie Summers. Welcome to the Curious Universe podcast. Welcome everyone to the show. I have a most special guest on this week. I'm so grateful that you're here, Mr. Brendan Lott. Thank you. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I, I, as I was saying just before, I have so many topics that I want to play with. So can we just jump in? Yeah, let's do it. I was perusing your Instagram and there was this one video you had done on sensitivity and it was like, whoa, this is a conversation that not a lot of men are having and, <clears throat> and where kindness plays in with this. So, yeah. So my, my oldest kid, he's autistic. He's super sensitive. His father's been trying to like diminish that, stop it his whole life, you know, made it mm -hmm. so wrong. And I'm looking at like, Oh, like, and I'm sure a lot of other people are like, how can we actually empower the sensitive ones? What, like what, and you've had your journey with that. If you want to share and, and what is like the, the beauty and the possibility of the sensitivity that we could be using to our advantage? Yeah. Well, first of all, is that thing of empowering it, you know, and and not having it be as something that's erroneous. You know, for me, <clears throat> I had remember as a kid, like a really little kid, and I would just cry at everything. You know, I was I was so soft to the world around me, and you know, and I my my father was a very hard man, abusive, alcoholic. Um, you know, so sensitivity. Like, what are you crying for? Like, you know, and, yeah. um, you know, but it was my awareness of the world around me and 99% of it was, well, let's just say all of it, you know, it was basically my awareness of what was going on in everyone else. And for me, without these tools, what I did was I had to create my own, I decided it was too much to deal with, too much to handle. So I created my own little insular universe to to separate from it. But that is detrimental to um, creating a phenomenal life for yourself, you know. So for a lot of us, we've created that, you know, to some degree, we've created a separation from the world, which in turn means a separation from ourselves. Um, Can you, you know, talk so because I think so many people they think, okay, well, but I'm in my Pico universe, so I have all of me, and I'm safe here. But you're showing like something totally different. Like you actually to be here, you're separating from you. Yeah. Well, in, yeah. Well, in order to separate from anyone or anything, first of all, you have to create that separation from yourself. Because if you look at you as an infinite being, you are basically in, you know, you're in connection, communion with the universe. So in order to, create in order to not have that awareness you have to create yourself as something less than that which means you you no longer have access to all of that awareness and we think that that's helpful and it can appear to be um it can appear to um 
take away, let's say, for example, that sensitivity, but it doesn't actually take it away. It just makes your awareness, it just makes it to the point where you don't have the awareness of it anymore. So when you when you do that, and when we do that for ourselves, when we avoid something, for example, when you're like, well, I don't want to deal with that awareness because I have some judgment of it, or it's wrong, or it's too much, or it's I can't handle it, then um, we take this uh, avoiding position, or we've already aligned and agreed with there's something wrong with it, right? So yeah. then we we now become the effect of it. So when you notice, like for these kids, um, for example, that you know, extremely sensitive to the world around them, and then they they have to separate from that awareness, separate from that sensitivity, is they become the effect of everyone. That basically they become this shining light of I'm here and I find all this wrong, and every which is why kids get bullied. Yeah, you know, rather than going, you know what, I'm here. I'm big, I'm powerful. Yeah, I'm aware of everything. And how do we get to that though? That's yeah. the thing is, you know, how do we get to that is, okay, so what are you aware of here? You know, really questioning with the kids and and, and recognizing that what, because see, for me, it was such a wrongness. That was the thing that I was stuck in was everyone else at school, you know, in grade one, I remember, um, you know, being five years old and sitting under a tree crying hiding from people and i was thinking to myself i don't remember a day where i haven't done this at five wow. you know and i was looking around in school and everyone else is you know kicking a ball around or playing you know playing something and having fun and i was like wow i am just such a reject what is wrong with me so it's like but i didn't have anyone that asked me questions and be like okay what are you aware of like what what's the gift that what's the gift in this what if what what's different about you that you've decided is really wrong? Like, let's look at that. You know, if someone would have asked me that question, I would have went, "Well, I cry all the time." You know, and then if I so, let's look at it this way. Yeah. <clears throat> um, if if I'm me, if I'm me now talking to that kid, I'll be like, "Okay, cool." So, what is that for you? Well, you know, I feel really different. I feel really separate, and no one likes me. Okay, cool. So. And then, you know, and then I would go, okay, so is there anywhere in your world that you've decided that? You know, like, and I'd, and I'd speak to the energy of it. So, you know, for, for, as a kid, whether just even that alone, they're like, oh, shit, like somebody sees me in this? Yeah. You know, and then you can, you can work from there. And we have so many tools with that, but it's like, um, you know, be, recognize for each and every one of us i think we can all we all need to acknowledge this a lot more is we're all uniquely different you know so one size doesn't fit all and and it's like so empowerment comes from that willingness to be in question and my whatsapp is going off you know so there you go i'm quitting it so so now, like, let's fast forward to now there's a bunch of adults and they feel overly sensitive. They have all their coping mechanisms, right? Mm-hmm. And they start to, because I, I do notice, like, you start to lower the walls and it's like, okay, well, there's all the stuff I've been avoiding. Whoa. Yeah. What are some, like, what, what did, 
what did you go through? What did, how did you kind of find a way to be with all of that awareness and still allow the sensitivity, but, um, but feel like you can, you know, live a life and not hide. Oh yeah. Um, good question. And first of all was recognize that everything that I was avoiding in my life, I'd made bigger than me. You know, so it was like, okay, so I'm, I've made this bigger than me. So if I was, so somewhere in my world, I already had the, the presumption that it's like, if I expose myself to this, it can kill me, you know, which is we do, you know, like from, for me, for example, I grew up with a lot of abuse. So that energy was something that, oh, get away from me. That, that will kill me. You know, basically was my point of view. It was like, um, so first of all recognize that it can't um you know and and also we 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 tend to put a lot of um we tend to give comfort a lot of credence you know where we're like i just want to be comfortable like but are you ever happy there is my question because <laughs> no. i'm not you know, I'm like, you know, when it's nice and flat, just like comfortable and I just want to be safe and comfortable. It's like how much of that is how much of that is you have you bought as real and true that was never your point of view to begin with? You know, how much do you far how much does it give you way more of a sense of you to actually explore and have all these different awarenesses of energy and, and go, okay, like what is this? What is this? Like who does this belong to? What's this energy here? What's the gift in this that I'm not acknowledging? So I, I would say to begin with is recognize that if you're going to be willing to first of all make that choice, because that's what it begins with is a choice of, you know what, I'm not having, I'm not getting any more of me this way. I'm definitely not getting more joyful. I'm not liking myself. I'm so that choice to really expand your awareness. Um, recognize that it's going to get a little uncomfortable, okay? But now you have the tools to deal with it, okay? Now you've got, and I, and I have, now I have access consciousness, greatest gift in my life, yeah. you know? So it's like now I have the tools to deal with it. So now it's like, okay, so um, once again, being questioned with it, but one tool I would give here is like, say those energies that come up that you've kind of been trying to protect yourself from is what am I avoiding here? Oh, I'm avoiding being bigger than this. I'm yeah. avoiding knowing that I'm actually greater than this. Okay, cool. What am I? And so that's where I would bring into play the clearing statement, which is so everything that is right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pop, all nine shorts, boys, perverts, meals. Not sure. Have you done that on here? Yeah. And I always have a link to the clearing. Okay. Okay, yeah. good. So we don't have to mention that part. Um, <laughs> next part is okay, what am I avoiding and defending with it? What, sorry, um, what am I defending for or against here with this energy? And that might be, wow, I'm defending my mom's point of view, you know, I'm defending that I am that person. I'm defending this small version of myself. Okay. Everything that is, I destroy and uncreate it. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, pove had some yawns. And then, you know, you, you're more present with that energy because see a lot of us, what we tend to do is we want instant gratification. We want like, Oh my God, can this just go away? That's avoiding and defending. 
Yeah. Yep. Your awareness doesn't go away. So if you want to, if you truly desire to, um, you know, create a greater life, create a greater world, create you liking yourself a lot more, you're going to need to be willing to step into it. And so, but even that, everything that brings up in your world, hearing that, where you destroy and uncreate it. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, perverts, millions. Because here's the thing is we have so many presumptions with that, which is basically, you know, one of the things we've been talking about um, lately is presumptive realities. So you'll have something like that presented to you, right? Where it's like, you know, to have more of you, you got to be willing to expand out and be more of you, to not uh, insulate yourself and and separate yourself from you and your awareness, but to be more of what you actually are in that awareness. Now, when I say that, because I say that and I get this sense of what pops in people's worlds is we go to this presumptive reality of, oh, that's going to be too uncomfortable or I'm going to lose my friends or everyone's going to think I'm crazy or blah, 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 a million things, right? Because they're all energetic things that show up. Yeah. All of the presumptive realities I have with this, I destroy and uncreate it. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, povads and beyonds. Now, I didn't think we would go on that part, but let me just say real quick, um, presumptive reality basically is where you have a presumption about what reality is and then nothing that doesn't match it can show up in your world, which is how we basically create our lives. Like you have this with everything. So this tool is really cool because it's like, you know, what I've been doing I've been using it for everything basically because it's like, wow, I have a presumptive reality that this relationship's going to make me happy or I have a presumptive reality that this is the way to create money or I have a presumptive reality that this is the way that this person sees me. I have, endless, you know, and that's basically the way that we create our lives is a system of, is a structure basically of conclusions, not um, an empowerment of questions. Woo. Yes. Okay, can we pull in, let's play with the kindness part here too. So two things are popping. Like one, I remember, so I had abusive childhood and then an abusive uh, 11-year relationship. Uh-huh. And so when I remember like the walls up, I remember the first time I received kindness from a man, I wanted to kill him. Like I thought he was going to kill me. Like I was like, my fists were up. I'm like, no, like that's not okay. Everything uh-huh. that you were just saying, the presumptive realities, all that stuff. Um. Luckily, I had the tools, so I didn't kill him. He's still alive. It's fine. <laughs> still around the world being kind. Totally. Those <laughs> kind men out there. Um, but can we look at, like, the kindness to ourselves to allow sensitivity? Even, even like, even, like, allowing him to be kind to me was a kindness that I was never willing to be to me. Yeah. And that was, for me, that was allowing myself to be as sensitive as I am, even if I thought he might think I'm crazy or whatever. So for you, like when you receive kindness or you were one of the kindest men I know, actually. So what is that for you to be, be that kindness in the world, especially knowing like half the time people can't receive it. And do you allow yourself to receive kindness? How does that, how does that play out with all this? Oh man, receiving it's a whole different story, you know. <laughs> um, you know, I'm I'll, I'll like be because there's 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 a thing that gets us stuck in this part, right? Is our um, 
basically our definition of it, of what kindness is, because what a lot of us do with kindness is we do niceness. Mm. You know, I'm going to be nice to this person, which we've decided is kindness, but niceness, not being nice is not that. I mean, be, be, kindness is not about being nice. Kindness is about seeing what another person can receive and being that for them, seeing what you can receive and being that for yourself. Niceness is deciding what somebody else needs and giving them that, which is you giving up you and also judging a lot. So first of all, I would say, so all the presumptive realities you have about what kindness is, will you destroy and uncreate all those? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, povads and beyond, so that we can actually get more of a sense of what the energy is. Um, you know, because for me, one thing I know is um, I can't be what I know I can be in the world if I can't be it for me. You know, so it's like, because I always did this thing of, um, you know, like basically having me in the world as a separation of like, how can I have kindness out there in the world, but not have it for myself? Um, yeah. You know, or, or what's it going to take? What's it going to take for the world to have more kindness rather than having the point of view of what's it going to take? What's it going to take for me to have so much kindness for me that the world has no choice? Oh, I like and that. that's a very different way of looking at it because now it's your in that um and that, that i say that that's a big that's the beginning of an awareness in my world like i don't go oh that is i'm embodiment of that no i'm not you know it's, this is a work in progress dynamically um mm -hmm. but that cuz notice from that point of view there's no projection or or expectation that the world needs to receive it and that's what a lot of us do with niceness is let me be nice to you so that you'll be nice to me. Let me be treated. Let me treat you the way that I need you to treat me. No, let me treat myself the way that will be an invitation of how you can treat me and how you can also treat yourself. So that um, getting there is really um, getting out of judgment. You know, and getting into gratitude with you and, and and asking for it. You know, one of the things I do is is it's like look look at what is kindness to me and recognize when I'm not being it. I'm going, okay, so what am I who am I being right now? Once again, going to okay, what am I avoiding? Who or what am I defending for or against? Brilliant. Um, okay. So many different. So, okay. I want to touch on this. I don't know if we'll go too much into this, but, uh, right before we got on the return of the gentleman was kind of like tapping on my shoulder a little bit. And, um, I mean, you, you kind of, in my interesting point of view, kind of be that energy in the world. You have like this gentleman thing and which to me embodies like the kindness, um, can have sensitivity to it, but also doesn't have this personality or this image. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. So, and then I look at my little guy or both my little guys growing up in the world. So how can they like be the sensitivity, be the kindness to themselves, 
be the kindness to others um, in a world that really isn't um, nurturing any of that. Yeah, well, that's a um, that's takes a takes some education, you know, educating them on being themselves, you know, and not see because a true gentleman never gives himself up for anyone or anything, but is also willing to be what somebody else requires if it's going to create something greater. Because, see, for a lot of us, what we do is, like, um, we have, once again, presumptive realities of what it is to be us. So it's like, well, I'm not giving me up for anyone or anything else, so fuck you, basically. You know, so it's like, no, that's not being you. (laughs) That's you've already created separation. It's about, you know, I'm, you know what? Um, I'm not going to give myself up for anyone or anything, but I'm also not going to separate from anyone or anything in order to create that. So that, you know, is teaching them how to include the world in their choices, you know, not making it about the world, but including it and recognizing that. And also, um, you know, for young men, this has been so much, um, our world is an interesting place. You know, there's so many different things with you. Look how we've moved through like things like feminism, for example, where it was like before that it was like a woman's job as she was seen was to care for the family, you know, stay home and do all that. And then it was to conquer the world, you know, and then me too came around and it was like, fuck you to all men. Um, you know, and then so there's so many different things and there's so many presumptive realities with that stuff. Um, but it's like for me, I really like one of the things I like about myself is when I'm the way that I treat people when I'm being me. You know, I treat people with regard when I'm being me. So it's like educating kids on that. And if you've got, um, you know, you've got, have you got two boys? Yeah. You know, like it's educating them on how to treat a lady, you know, and how to be like that because I love that. I was never taught it, right? I was never taught elements like that about being a gentleman. And it's like, you know, and then I met Gary Douglas and he was like, he taught me how to dress. He taught me how to be different. He, he But he didn't teach me from his, um, here's the thing with that, is he didn't teach me his way. Right. He asked me questions about what my way was and he and he and he kind of like nurtured me into that. So I was like, oh wow, I actually like being that for people. You know, I like people knowing that, you know, that I can be that. And it's just so you what I mean with that is basically um educate them, but not from a fixed point of view, educate them from a question of wow, what would it create if you chose it this way? Or what would this create? And, you know, so that they can go, they can basically choose something different, but from what they're aware of with their choices. I love that because the the traditional, like, you should always pull a lady's chair out thing, like never worked for me. Like, and uh-huh. I knew if I, ever, if I said that to my kids, like they're way too empowered. They would like, I'm going to do that if I feel like it. Like I would just... Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. actually asking them questions to empower them to to discover what's true for them in that area. That's so beautiful and so different. Yeah. Well, you know, I remember, um, yeah, because I get, you know, trying to teach a kid that <laughs> is like not going to happen, you know, and that's where you don't want to be because that would 
see that's where a lot of people would do that from a fixed point of view of this is the right way to do it yeah. that's not going to be a way to teach your children because they're going to fight you you know and i remember this time when nash my son was i think he was about 13 um you know and he he treated this um girl that was the same age just like shit he would like send her all these text messages and was a total asshole and i found out about it and so rather than going off at him and being like you know blah blah i'm disappointed or whatever i just went hey like do you, is this how you want to be in the world how would it make you feel if somebody treated you like this and he was like oh like shit and i was like okay so what what are you treating her this way for and he he had to look at it because i was like is this who you want to be in this world treating people like this and he was like no and i said okay would you like my help with this and he was like uh yeah and i went okay you need to contact her right now and apologize you need to tell her that hey i'm sorry and i i that was not me i didn't mean that you know and he did it and i'm not sure what he got out of it but she got a lot of freedom from it wow. you know so that for, for me was like okay cool i didn't go on about i didn't hold on to it i just went awesome cool you know so it's it's not about going off on your kids and you know that doesn't work it's like recognize we all make mistakes and we all have different choices teach kids how to choose something different Oh my gosh. I love this. This is um, bringing me to, so you have a membership, the journey. Yeah. I love that thing. <laughs> and, and there's a line where I have to read it. Cause it just, no one can go on the journey of you, but it doesn't mean you have to go it alone. Yeah. And like everything we've been talking about is really like the journey from oversensitive to Pico universe to opening up the journey of the gentleman, the journey, like really, if you look at everything is that journey, right? Yeah. So um, we'll put links if anyone wants to join the membership for sure. But do you want to talk a little bit of, like, has like, even for you facilitating that because you're kind of, you're on your own journey and you're facilitating others and creating this like place of communion. What has that created for you? Well, I would say, um, you know, we've all done that thing of, of like trying to have your own path in life means you've got to figure that out for you and create it for yourself and all of that stuff. You know, like I've done it. I still do it to a degree. And it's like, so for me um, is, you know, I say that thing of we're not alone is that doesn't mean that you need to rely on people. You know, it doesn't mean that you need to, see anyone it's not about for me it's not about creating myself as greater than somebody else because that's what we tend to do like we have a lot of comparison based on the judgment that we have in our worlds of how we create our lives well what if it was creating yourself as greater than you as 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 great as you can be not oh, i want to create myself as greater than other people but in order to do that for me what I know is I have to include consciousness, which means, you know, that's going to, that's once again, back to the beginning where it's bringing all those energies up to include consciousness means to include all the parts and pieces of you, 
It means to include everything with no judgment. And, you know, so that's like, oh, okay, cool. Um, you know, we all have parts and pieces of ourselves that we judge. So what would it be like if that wasn't a wrongness anymore? And you can just be like, okay, there's another thing I judge about me. I'm going to be with that right now. I'm just going to be present with that and be like, wow, I hate this thing about me. Or I, 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 you know, or here's the tougher one to get present with. This is right about me. Ugh. And I like, you know, and I've decided this thing about me is right. You know, they're the tougher ones to look at, but it's like, okay, cool. There's that. Look at what you've been conditioned with. What if it wasn't a problem? What if you could be present with it and go, okay, so I'm being here with this energy. What is this? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's, wow, this is a judgment I've had a long time. What do I do with it? Huh. Right now, I'm just going to be with it. I'm going to be present with this. And... And then next question, can I change it? Huh. Yeah, I get, yeah, I get I can change it. If so, how do I change it? And then, well, I need to, I wonder what's underneath it. I wonder how many presumptive realities I have with this and what this is. You know, so those four questions, it's like they begin to kind of be a, a um your go-to with all of these things that you would quote unquote avoid. Yeah. And it's really, I, I love those questions too. And it's exploring your being it's exploring like your, like you in those questions, because you're getting present with things about things that you've decided are you that aren't. Yeah. <laughs> so you're discovering that you're discovering things about yourself that you've been avoiding. You're like, you really are, kind of getting intimate with you in those questions. True story. Yeah. I think we could all use a lot more intimacy with ourselves. Yeah, totally. Okay. One more quick, if we have a little bit more time. So bodies, bodies, bodies. Um, you have two three-day body classes coming up. One's in Canada. Yeah, I know. Right. Um. Oh, so many different things. So one, I've been looking at like body sensitivity, like bringing in the sensitivity conversation too. Mm -hmm. um, my X-Men kid is like oversensitive body from this world's perspective. I know a lot of people have a lot of body pains. People go to body classes for different reasons and people see bodies, judge bodies in a multitude of different ways. So what is it for you, like either with your own body and the journey you've been on in the exploration or facilitating these body classes, what have you really discovered that you could share about um, kind of the joy of embodiment and the joy of having an aware body and a conscious body? Huh. Big question. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's fine. It's like, cause it, you know, we tend to, and for a lot of us, especially if we're like on a journey, like looking, really looking for something different, you know, like doing, asking for more consciousness, for example, it's like, oh, body, like stop slowing me down. You know, it's like, no, what if you included your body? And what if you recognize that your body can be such a gift? Um, if you're willing to be in question with it and actually include it, you know, like, and that, even that alone, it's like to get a sense of what your body actually could be, 
I mean, the way we treat our bodies is we should all be locked up, you know, <laughs> and not our sweet bodies, our insanity, you know, but it's like, so the gift of these three-day body classes, you know, I love is that people come along and it's like, and we've got so many judgments and so many fixed points of view and so many different things about what embodiment is, 99,000% of which aren't even ours to begin with. You know, and then it's like you start getting a different space and you start recognizing that you are not your body and your body is not you. And it's it, and it can be such a gift in your life if you're willing to actually um, receive it in a different way, you know, and it's like and get out of judgment of it, actually have some gratitude for it, actually have a sense of like really liking it, having your body be something that yeah including you in this including your body in this liking whole you know liking yourself a lot more and having more intimacy is um having a lot more of that with your body like truly treating it as somebody truly treating it with regard and having it as you know what i'm sorry i've been in judgment of you or i've been really not listening to you what could be different with this and I would say like if for somebody who's just wants some tools here is start getting in question, really start asking questions with anything, really start asking your body questions of anything that regards it. And come to a body class in yeah. Canada. I'm kidding. <laughs> yes. Toronto, um, June something. Yes. Well, I'm links to that too. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, and so, okay, kindness with body, like with your own body. And I know for myself, my own personal journey, that was a hard thing to choose. Like that was like letting down the walls too, like coming out of the little Pico universe. And I'm like, oh God, like, so for you, like kindness with your body. Like, how does that show up? How do you, how do you continue to choose that? And, and what, what is that like? Well, I connect with the earth, mm. you know, cause the, if I look for, okay, what's, um, what's an energy that's congruent with my body? Like what, what's, what is that? And it's the earth. So that doesn't, you know, for a lot of us, it, you might not have, um, you might not, you know, be able to go and hang out on a ranch or, you know, hang out at the beach or whatever that is. But what um, get present with, like, even if you started your day like this and got really present with your body. And one of the exercises that we do with this is like finding three connection points with your body. So you might like right now I'll do it. I put my um, tummy my hands on my tummy and I feel my hands on my tummy and I feel my tummy on my hands. I feel, I put my feet on the floor. I feel my feet on the floor and I feel the floor on my feet and I'm sitting down. So I feel my butt on this chair and I feel this chair on my butt and I just like get present and, and just ask to tap into the earth. And even with that, notice like it's, I, even me saying that, it's yeah. like your head goes away and you're like, oh, now from that space, what um, what joy and what beauty can you have with your body today? You know, because for a lot of us, we're on autopilot. 
just like body eat like do this blah 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 you know all that it's like get present so if you got to do that exercise 20 times just to get yourself there with your body throughout the day do that that's so beautiful yeah yeah and thank you for including that like your and this is actually I took this off of uh you to earth show me how to be with my body the bodies vibrate the same way the earth does so for someone that's like i don't even get like my body's some elusive thing like that's a great yeah. start to actually yeah. Be like, yeah and then move here and yeah and 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 also have um make an hour a day and one day a week that is time that you have with your body you know, something that is really nurturing to your body, whatever that is. And most people go, yeah, I don't have enough time. Make the time, you know, and if you can't make an hour, make half an hour, but make it happen every day where you just, you get some time for you and your sweet body um, and whatever that is, you know, that might just be laying down, reading a book, you know, whatever it is that would be really nurturing for you and have it be something that you choose every day. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. <laughs> you, you're like, I don't want to get all teary and cry here, but you've been such a gift to me like throughout my life. And um, yeah, Thank I'm just you. so grateful. Oh, I'm grateful for you too. Thank you for receiving it. Thank you. Thank you for being it. And thank you for watching everyone. And we'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for exploring the curious universe with me. Your curiosity matters. And what if together we could create a greater, more curious world?